Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Caitlin Unland, and welcome back to your favorite podcast, Be That Girl. First of all, guys, my back is literally so sunburned that it's uncomfortable for me to sit in this chair, which is why I'm sitting weird if you see these TikToks, or if you hear me squirming a lot, I'm sorry, but like I literally, I can't help it. Anyway, a little life update that kind of goes with this week's theme. I am now a Pilates instructor. If you guys live in the KC, Dallas, or Tampa area, Tampa, I don't know why I said Tampa area, I'm sure you've seen some Body Bar Studios. It's pretty, it's a pretty new brand, but it is blowing up. I spent Monday and Tuesday in Wichita, Kansas going through training. I passed one tryout there before I left, and then I came back here and did a tryout Thursday morning, passed that, and now I am on the schedule for next week. So if you're in the Kansas City area, come take a class with me at Body Bar, and it's in the Midtown area right across from Uptown Theater. Your first class is always free, and I know y'all heard what my girl Lori Harvey said, Pilates is the move, so meet me at the bar when you get a chance. With that being said, there's multiple Caitlin's that are instructors there, so when you look at the schedule, make sure you sign up for the right one. If y'all did not know, my name is K-A-I-T-L-Y-N, and I believe the other instructor's name is C. Anyway, bring it back full circle to how this little story goes with this week's episode theme of stepping outside of your comfort zone. I'm a teacher, right? I teach high school business. I host this podcast. That's who I am. Teaching Pilates is so far out of my comfort zone of what I know how to do. I was a college soccer player. After I finished playing soccer, I went straight into like heavy Olympic lifting, high intensity stuff. And that's really all I've done since. I coached high school soccer while I was student teaching. And then this year they asked me to coach swim. I am not a swimmer. I've actually never been a swimmer. In fact, all I know how to do is doggy paddle. I can't even float. (laughs) So when they asked me to coach, I was like, huh? But you know, it's extra money on top of that regular salary. And as a teacher, I'm not making no money. So I was like, fuck it, I'll do it. I met some amazing girls. I made some amazing relationships with my swimmers. And one of the other assistant coaches is close to my age, and she's now a good friend of mine. I've been working at this Pilates studio at the front desk every other Saturday for a couple months, um, working out there for a couple months, doing Pilates probably since February, I'd say. And the owner a couple weeks ago was like, I'm looking for new instructors. Let me know if you know of anybody who may be interested. Without even thinking, literally, it just came out and I go, well, I'm interested. And now here I am a couple weeks later on the schedule for next week. My point is this. Anytime that I've ever decided to do something outside of my usual comfort zone, I have never been disappointed. Once you finally get yourself out of that comfort zone that you always live in, that's when you really start to grow. You learn new things, you find new passions, and you start to see kind of a different side of yourself that you might not have ever known that you had. My first piece of advice to getting outside of your comfort zone is start saying yes more often. After COVID, I found myself staying in the house, saying no to things that I used to love to do. I was content, I'd say, but I was definitely not fulfilled. I actually was like, okay, I'm at the time I was 24. I'm way too young to be this fucking boring. Sorry for my language. I'm just feeling cussy today. I promised myself that I would start saying yes to things again, and I really have not looked back since. We've all heard the saying, you only live once. And it might be cheesy, but it's true. You don't want to get to the end of your life and look back and regret all the things that you said no to. You want to to be able to remember and reflect on all the things that you said yes to. You don't get a do-over in life. So you need to take full advantage of the life that you're given, make the best of your circumstances, 
and start saying yes to opportunities and saying yes to things you might not normally say yes to. I used to be terrified of anything adrenaline related or heights or any adventurous things really in general. I just, it just wasn't me. Um, I have anxiety. So thanks for like that just kind of heightened my anxiety. You know, I can't go an episode without speaking on my ex. So let's talk about another thing that he taught me. My ex loved anything adrenaline related, ATVs, jet skis, anything outdoor. He was a country boy from Mississippi. So like that's who he was. Typically, my friends just want to stick to dinner and drinks, so that's what I was used to. But, you know, I loved him, so I was like, okay, well, wherever he goes, I'm going because I want to live into his skin, which involved me doing those adrenaline outdoorsy things with him sometimes. And honestly, I crave those adventures now. I want those adventures because I realized how freeing they were. Now, my friends are required to go on monthly adventures with me because I feel almost like stagnant or unfulfilled without them. I'm like, I have to try something new or I'm going to lose my mind. Yeah, dinner and drinks is great, but what about making a memory doing something out of the ordinary? The qualities of your experiences, your memories, your adventures is going to define the quality of your life. Going and doing something totally out of your routine that creates an experience, you're going to forget never... Okay. You know I have to start over at least once an episode. Here comes the first time. The qualities of your experiences, your memories, your adventures is going to define the quality of your life. Going and doing something totally out of your routine that creates an experience you're never going to forget makes for a lot better quality of life than sitting at home staring at your phone screen at your TV, sitting on your couch, doing the stuff that you always do every day. Not only that, But these are the things, the moments that make me forget to look at my phone. I don't know if you're all like me, but my attention span is literally five seconds. I'm going to say thanks to social media and growing up in the social media era. So when I can find something that actually makes me forget to look at my phone, or maybe not even forget, but just not care about what's going on on my phone, that's an experience that I want to keep having, keep doing. Spend less time on your phone, on social media, and do more things that make you forget that they exist. Do more things that stimulate your brain. Do more things that allow you to see the world, experience it, and live in the moment. So with all that being said, my second piece of advice would be to try anything once. Now, let me let's preface this. It it has its limitations. I'm not telling you to go run ass naked down the highway or do PCP. But what I mean is if you're asked to do something or presented with an opportunity to do something that's a little out of your comfort zone, just do it. You might end up loving it. There's a saying that you only miss the shots you don't take, and it may be cheesy as hell, but it's true. Regret is one of the main killers of joy. You don't want to regret all the things that you turned down in your life. Be willing to open up, try anything once, and even if it doesn't end up sticking, at least you can say you did it, and at least you created that memory. If you know me personally, You know that truly my biggest pet peeve in life, I'm not even being dramatic. Anytime any conversation like this gets brought up, I go on a rant because it irks my soul to no end. So I apologize for how this is going to go. But my biggest pet peeve is when someone complains about someone or something, but does nothing to fix that situation or make it better. You are not allowed to sit here and waste your life complaining about the circumstances of your life without doing anything to make a change. If you stay in the same comfort zone that you've always lived in, the same routine, the same place, the same people, 
you will always do the same things that you've always done. That's a fact. You will always get the same result because you're not making a change. You're not making a difference. If you want to see a change in your life, you have to step outside of that comfort zone and do things you've never done. Do not complain about how boring your life is, how unhappy you are, how you have no money, no friends, and then still do nothing to better that situation. You are not entitled to anything in life and no one is going to come save you unless you save yourself. So stop making empty complaints and get up and do something about it. If you are not happy, you are the one that has the ability to change that. No one else. See, I get a little bit heated when that comes up because I'm just like, are you really going to sit here and complain about something that you have the power to change, but you're not making an active choice to change it? It just makes no sense to me. Anyway, this is kind of funny. We always see like bitter, crabby old people, right? Like, well, how do you think they got this way? They didn't just wake up one day and say, oh, I'm 60, so I'm going to be an asshole today. I mean, I guess some of them might have, but like, no, that's just not how it works. It was a slow build throughout their life, and it always starts with the choices that you make when you're young. If you're in your 20s, 30s, and you're not doing anything for yourself, anything that truly makes you happy, then you're also going to be old and bitter and crabby. You have to take the time to do things for yourself and do things that make you happy. You have a limited amount of time on this earth, so you need to use it to its fullest potential. A little story time with that. I, sorry, I have to adjust. The sunburn is hurting. I am originally from St. Louis. I moved to Kansas City fresh out of college about three years ago. I'm the only one of my family members to leave St. Louis. Literally every single one of my family members lives there. Like immediate and extended family, they're all in St. Louis or within like 45 minutes of St. Louis. And I miss them so bad. I love my mom. My mom's my best friend. I love my siblings. I love my family. They're great. But I don't regret my decision to leave at all. Now, I would definitely like to be saving money living with my parents. Don't get me wrong because shit is expensive out here. But I really would not be the person that I am today if I did not get out of my hometown. Leaving forced me to grow up. It forced me to be independent. It forced me to branch out, meet new people, places, and things, to try new people, places, and things that I would have never experienced if I stayed in my hometown and I will never go back. I had lived in St. Louis my entire life, so leaving was really completely out of my comfort zone. My mom is my best friend. Being three hours away from her is out of my comfort zone. A lot of great things have happened to me here in Kansas City, though. I met my ex. I met some new friends. I got a dog, Miss Lua Grace. I got my master's in teaching, and I started my first teaching position. I started a podcast. I'm now starting to teach Pilates. I started to go on girls' trips. I bought my first car completely by myself, which is something I never would have thought I did. I would have had my dad help me, but I did it on my own. I lived with roommates, and now I live by myself for the first time. With that being said, a lot of shitty things have also happened to me here. I got into a car accident with a pole. Um, Yes, I am the definition of woman can't drive, just me and the pole. The relationship that I loved so much didn't last. I got laid off with COVID. My roommate and I actually physically went psychotic during quarantine and would dress up, get full makeup, clothes, everything to go to Target. I got put on paid leave for two days for my teaching position for something that I was accused of and later found not guilty. Let me make sure I add that part in. I don't want any rumors starting or anything. But the moral of the story is I took the good and the bad and I've never regretted the decision to leave and you won't either. You will have both positive and and negative experiences wherever you go in life. So choose to have those experiences in a new place, experiencing new things, new people, and you'll find new happiness. 
So after these three years in Kansas City, I am now having the itch to leave again. I've really been thinking about either Houston or the place that really has my heart is Tampa. I think originally I was thinking Houston because it's a little bit closer to my family. But Florida is where I've always wanted to be. I always wanted to be by beach. Actually, my grandma used to call me her California girl. I've never been to California in my life. My grandparents have a condo there, so my family goes a couple times a year. And believe me when I tell you, to me, there is not one thing that makes me happier on this earth than the beach. It like literally it has healing powers and I stand by that. I am truly living my best life, happiest life when I'm in a bikini, on a boat, in sand, big bodies of water, all that. Like I am a different level of happy, a different person. The only issue with Florida is it's a 12-hour drive from my parents or like a $200, $300 plane ride one way. Y'all know those prices be psychotic right now to see my family, which is why I was thinking maybe Houston because it's a little bit closer. I'm also a major city girl. Kansas City has been great and I love it, but I'd say it's like a mid-sized city. I'm a big city girl. I'm also a warm weather girl in this Midwest. Weather is so ass. I hate it so much. I get seasonal depression. It's not a good time. Anyway, my lease isn't up till October and it will be very hard to find a teaching job in a new state that I would have to switch my license in the middle of the semester. So I'll have to wait till next summer, but I'm really contemplating leaving again. And every time I tell a friend, family, coworker, anyone really that I'm thinking about moving across the country, essentially, they're like, oh my God, by yourself, but you don't know anybody for what? And my answer is this. I am 25. I am single. I have no real responsibilities besides my dog or anything that's really tying me to this city. So why not? Your 20s is a time to branch out, to try new things, take chances, experience new places. Figure out things and places that you like and you don't like. You don't want to hit your 30s or your 40s, get married, have kids, and realize that you never really did any of these things for yourself because you were too scared. Do I get scared when I think about moving across the country with no one? Oh yeah, I get fucking scared. But I also did it once when I moved to Kansas City and it was one of the best decisions of my life, and I can't imagine that my next city would be any different. Don't let someone scare you away from doing something that you want to do just because they're too scared to do it themselves. People will try and stop you from flourishing and growing just because they're stuck in the same place and they can't get out of it. Don't let them. Especially when you're young. There will be time when you're older to worry about jobs, money, kids, getting married, buying a house, all that stuff. But while you're young, take full advantage of it and truly live your life to the fullest. The sooner you realize that your time on this earth is limited, the better. I'm going to end this episode with my all-time favorite saying. I don't know who said it, and I don't really know where it came from. I just know that one time when I was highly intoxicated with my friends, I said it, and I've been saying it ever since. You will never be as young as you are in this moment ever again. That line right there has the ability to get me up and out of my house at any time of the day, no matter what I was doing, because it's true. You're only going to get older and your physical, huh? Sorry, I'm looking at my notes and it doesn't make sense. Oh wait, no, I got it. Just kidding. I make like an outline for these episodes and sometimes I'd be typing too fast and I go back over and I'm like, what the hell was I even like trying? What point was I trying to make? Anyway, you're only going to get older and your physical and mental ability to branch out and make new experiences is only going to get smaller. Take advantage of the opportunities and the world in front of you while you're young. Truly live life to the fullest because who knows if you will be here tomorrow. 
My last few episodes have really been focused on relationships, which I don't get me wrong. I love talking about. It's probably my favorite topic to discuss actually, but I want to make sure that I'm keeping my content about all things, lifestyle, wellness, self-improvement and relationships. While relationships, all types, not just romantic are arguably the most important thing in life. It's also too important to remember that you might not have that relationship that you want, but you can create the life that you want so that when that relationship does come along, you're fully ready for it. And stepping outside of your comfort zone is part of that. You have to live life and take these chances. That's how you learn. You don't want to be 32, meet the love of your life, and realize you've done nothing selfish or nothing that makes you happy in the past 32 years of your life, and you don't really know who you are. That's when you'll put the responsibility of making yourself happy on that person, and I promise you that relationship will never work that way. No one can make you happy but yourself, so make sure that you are doing things that bring you genuine happiness so that when you do meet the right person, they can just add to that. As always, thank you again for listening to Be That Girl Podcast. Make sure to follow us on all socials. My personal is at sign K-A-I-T-L-Y-N-U-N-L-A-N-D, or the podcast socials are at sign Be That Girl Podcast. My name is Caitlin Ullman, and I will see you guys next week. XOXO, the queen.